Hi everybody, I'm Sess Busby, editor of Flying Solo. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we step inside the minds and lives of soloists and small business owners. Tracy Sheen is an AI and digital expert with a focus on helping small businesses to stay informed on the latest tech trends. She's the author of The End of Technophobia and she's about to launch a new book which pretty much reveals everything you need to know about how you can use AI for your business. She joins us today to give us a bit of a sneak peek and share her top tips for AI and tech in 2024. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It's always lovely chatting with you, Sess. Oh, such a charmer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, our listeners would probably know that you're also our resident tech expert for Koshi's Business Builders. So today I'm going to be picking your brain all things tech, including AI, I would imagine. Um, just with the, the end of year fast approaching and the new year coming, it would be good to kind of pick your brain about what you see in terms of tech might be impacting businesses for the year ahead. So let's maybe kick off with AI. I know um, you did a chat GPT uh, masterclass for us in the very early days, but that was for KBB. So maybe tell our Flying Solo listeners why why they should be getting into chat GPT and how much of a benefit it can be for their business. It's really interesting. A lot of the conferences and things I've been to this year, people are likening it to the discovery of fire. So it's one thing to remember that, you know, we're just shy of the first year anniversary of chat GPT. So we're only 12 months down this kind of real AI rabbit hole and how quickly it has advanced. And for a lot of businesses, it's now a ubiquitous part of, you know, our day-to-day lives. But really it is fire. We have only just figured this thing out and we're only just starting to see how it's going to impact business um, from all levels, you know, good, bad, ugly, marketing, HR, admin, you name it, this thing is now starting to touch all parts of the business sector. So really now is the time if you have not played with it before they've just launched the voice option for chat gpt on the free version so now you can talk to it and give it instructions for the paid version it's time to get really curious i'm creating most of my images my stock images through chat gpt which is linked with dali uh, it's now up to speed with the world or with the internet up until April, May 2023. So it's it's advanced a lot in the last 12 months. Mm. Is that on the free version as well or is that with a paid version? So Dali, Dali and Bing is not connected on the free version, but it certainly uh, opened up its eyes to the early part of 2023 on the free as well. Oh, that's good. So you're not getting those outdated stats and things that, that you were previously. No, it still hallucinates and, and creates <laughs> some pretty interesting stuff. So it's still incumbent upon all of us to, you know, we're still the the 
experts in our own business and in our own industry. So it's still incumbent upon us to do that sanity checking. Um, however, it is, you know, it's getting better with that stuff as well. Yeah, it did tell me I was dead because, of course, I chat GPT myself. <laughs> wow, did it write you a good um, obituary at least? Yeah, I had uh, quite a few factual stuff in there, like about my background in theatre and arts and entertainment and then, but it, you know, it invented a whole pile of stuff of, about me being a mental health advocate and, and my sad demise. Wow. <laughs> Well, it's nice to be speaking to you beyond the veil then today, says. I know. <laughs> it's my Ouija board connected to the, the laptop here. <laughs> yeah, so that um that hallucination uh element, how can what's the best way for people to make sure that that it's not spitting them up some guff? Is it all about doing your, your own research? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are some things we know now that keeping our prompts succinct. So anytime you enter text into ChatGPT or any of the AI tools, that's called a prompt. You're prompting it for a response. So we know now that by keeping your prompts really clear, really concise, and in fact, you don't have to speak in full sentences. So uh, for example, you can um, introduce a colon and, and that will be, you know, here's what I want you to do, colon, here's a description of what that would look like. So almost by clipping or by dot pointing what it is that you need, we know that that provides better quality responses and gives it less of a chance to go off on a tangent and create its own thoughts. In terms of AI, as you said, it's becoming really ubiquitous. It's got its fingers on everything at the moment. What what are you seeing as the trends that are likely for the year ahead? Yeah, it's it's really interesting, you know, because I'm, I'm chatting to a lot of people and kind of saying to them right now that we all need to become almost futurists of our own business. This stuff is changing at such a pace that the fads, the trends, all that kind of stuff is is almost irrelevant. And I'm getting really hesitant about even talking about particular platforms because I'm seeing those things kind of pop up and disappear really, really quickly. So if you're listening to this in six months, 12 months time, and I've spoken about a platform, I'm reasonably confident OpenAI is going to stay around although given the last few days of the Sam Altman <laughs> past the popcorn, you know, who knows. But it, it's almost the platforms are becoming irrelevant. It's the thinking that we really need to be drilling down on. Um, and the way I kind of describe that, you know, as, as Aussies, we all mostly grew up going to the beach. And I know when I was really little, my brother was a surf lifesaver and my cousin was a, a surfboard rider. And they both used to make me sit down and watch the waves and watch the water before I was allowed to go into the surf. And the reason for that was they were training me to see where the rips were and to how the surf was behaving on that day. So really that's that's kind of the thinking that I want you to be taking away now is you need to be sitting back 
and looking at what's going on and look outside your industry because it's often there that you'll start to see the trends develop before they've actually impacted your own industry. Hmm. Now, um, you do quite a lot of roadshows and you travel around regional centres talking to business owners about technology. What are the concerns that you're seeing? The speed, the speed at which this stuff's moving. Um, you know, we, we, the stats on, on Australian businesses, the average age of an Aussie business owner is 50. Um, 63% of us are over 45 and 30% of Australian businesses are based in regional locations. So we're a Gen X operated environment really and we're still at that overwhelmed stage of like, you know, oh, my God, I've just caught up with operating in the cloud or I'm, I've just got my head around TikTok or the latest social media or, or this or that, and now this has come in and I have to understand what this looks like. So it's that speed, it's that constant overwhelm of, well, how do we even keep in touch with what's going on and what do we pick up and what do we, you know, let go through to the keeper. So that's the really big one that people are concerned about. And the next one is jobs. What does this mean for my industry? What does this mean for my kids' future? What does it mean for my regional economy or my local economy if this is going to overtake jobs, impact industries like, you know, we're reading? Mm. Although, interestingly, you know, like, I mean, they liken it to things like the Industrial Revolution, but as one job ended, another type of job opened up, didn't it? So Absolutely. And, and that's the thing, you know, when, whenever there is change, there's opportunity. And that's why I come back to if you're sitting and gazing out at what is coming and don't just stick to your own backyard don't just stick to your own industry look more broadly and if you can see what's coming down the pipeline then you're in a really good position right now to adopt adapt and you know and and implement these things that are going to really revolutionize that's becoming the new word isn't it It was pivot a couple of years ago it's really going to revolutionize the way that we live work and play Mm. So what are you saying to these business owners that are feeling this sense of overwhelm? Be curious. You know, just start. And it might even be that, you know, you start with ChatGPT and you write a, a birthday card for your child or you create a Christmas treasure hunt, you know, putting in some clues or you write a song for your grandma's birthday or something, just start to play and get curious with what these things can do. You know, if you're in a paid plan, take a photo of your contents of your fridge and upload it and then say, you know, what can I make with the ingredients in my fridge? Just start getting curious because the the more we interact with this stuff, the more that we'll start to go, oh, well, I wonder what happens if I do this or you know, can I ask it that? If you're saying to yourself, can I ask it that? Ask it and see what happens. Uh, if you have other platforms that are a crucial part of your business, like, you know, say a Canva or a Zero or Facebook or anything like that, have a look at how they're integrating AI into their platforms and 
ask yourself, what does that mean? How can I use those tools now for my own business? Because mm. we really need to be leveraging every opportunity that comes our way, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Because the more we stay open and stay curious, the more we'll start to be thinking about, well, what does this mean? And if you have kids, be talking to your kids, you know. If your kids have VR headset goggles and they're playing Roblox, get in and play with them. Start to see where this stuff is being implemented and how it's affecting or impacting or improving or disadvantaging different genders, different ethnicities, different groups, even your kids. Ask them what they like, what they don't like, what would they like to see, you know, how is it impacting them and start to just marinate on, well, what could that look like for me? Hmm. It's interesting you mentioned that as well because I read quite an interesting article. I think it was on ABC's site yesterday about the impact of ChatGPT on students because there was no real hard and fast rule laid down by the government in terms of education as to whether kids could be using it or not. So some schools it was like open slather, others where you could use it to help you research stuff but um they interviewed actually students themselves like we've kind of heard what everyone else thinks about it but this was like from the students perspective and they were quite a few of them were concerned about how it's impacting their critical thinking that's really interesting my 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 take on that is it's forcing me to become a better thinker how can I get a better answer out of this prompt how can I manipulate that to make it fit what I need to do and that kind of scares me because that shows me that the education department aren't assisting these kids on how to be doing that because if they're if they're shown those kinds of things then the kids will run with it Mm. Yeah, because um, they were basically saying, you know, they might hand in homework that had been completely done by chat GPT or they'd work, do assignments that were was chat GPT driven and then it came time to, for them to do an exam and they had lost some of those critical skills mm. because of just l- allowing the program to do things for them. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, you know, I'm going to be pretty controversial here, but how how long is it going to be before kids are allowed to take ChatGPT into the exam room with us? You know, we could take a calculator in, but my dad couldn't. So at what point do we kind of draw the line and go, you know, we do we need to be carrying that knowledge or are we better placed putting our critical thinking, our creativity, our our humanity towards different sides and allowing the technology to do what it does. I was reading an article, Germany seems to be doing some really cool stuff with um, education where they allow students to utilise ChatGPT or any of the AI tools to their heart's content, but they have to be able to justify and reason why they utilised the AI tools to assist them with that part of the assignment. I think that's really smart, you know, because that still gives the ability for that 
that critical thinking part of our brain to go, okay, well, you know, I can I can sit here and knock out a, an essay in, you know, two minutes, but I need to refine it. I need to drill down because I know I'm going to have to justify and explain my thinking and my reasoning behind the responses. Mm, it's true. So what are you working on at the moment? You've, you've got a new book coming out very shortly. So can you talk to us a little bit about the topics for that? Yeah, I do. So the book is called AI and You, Business Reimagined. Uh, and it's really about, again, the thinking behind what do we need to be doing now to be comfortable and ready for the tsunami that's going to hit us. Uh, again, not focusing a whole lot on particular platforms because, as you can imagine, a book on AI, AI would be out of date by the time it goes to the printers if I'm not careful. So it's really about the framework, the strategy, the thinking behind, you know, how do we shift our mindset from business as usual to business as new usual and what it, what does that look like? So um, that's been a lot of fun researching, a lot of fun well, I mean, it look, just shows how weird I am when I say it's a lot of fun, right? People are probably rolling their eyes and going to end up in another dimension with the amount of eye rolling I can hear. Um, but, it, you know, for me, it really is interesting because we've lived through so many changes. You know, I can remember going from black and white TV to colour TV when I was like three or four shows my age not hard to figure that one out through to the first microwave through to you know cordless telephones I was there at the launch of the mobile phone and and all of that change has become part of our DNA now but this change feels different this change feels like there's a real line in the sand and I just want to be able to arm our business community um, and our economy for, you know, how do we need to be thinking? What do we need to be doing? And what areas do we need to pay attention to? And what ones can we, you know, just let slip through? How do you tell the difference between a fad and a trend? Mm. So what do we need to be paying attention to? Yeah, so I've developed some of the framework that I'll be talking through in the book. I've based around the word artificial because that kind of makes sense to me. So it's really about, you know, assessing um, assessing where you're at, reviewing, triaging the, the critical thing that you want to implement, um, investigating, formulating a plan of attack, um, implementing, I've got confused whether I'm at my, my thing, artificial um and then, you know, going through adapting and leveraging. So it, it's really, again, it's not even platform specific. It's looking at your business and saying, if I could take this thing off my plate, what would that mean to my clients? What would that mean to my suppliers? What would that mean to me? We can all stand to be more productive. What's the one area that if you could make a, a change, an incremental shift, how would that impact? What would the ripples look like for everyone involved? And then go off and see what you can do. Because really, there's pretty much now an AI solution for any problem. It's just whether that AI solution is crawling, toddling, walking or running yet. Mm, so what 
should business owners be looking to automate and implement? What's What are the very basics that they should maybe be thinking about? Um, very basics, you know, look at, look at putting chatbots into place. So you have a way, another way of being able to reach and engage your clients, your suppliers, your teams. Um, look at what tasks are mundane in your business that you're doing day in day out or week in week out or month in month out that really drive you spare they're all the stuff that you can implement uh, an AI solution for now look at where you're overspending or cost cutting or you know needing to tighten or improve in your financial aspects and there's an AI solution to help you you know, review all of that and see, you know, go out and source different suppliers or, or go out and get you better better deals on your, your pricing. Um, it, it really, HR, you know, recruitment, where are you recruiting? How are you recruiting? Do you need to recruit? Is that something that you can just create an internal system that will automate itself for you. It's It really is down to the business of, you know, what's that big thing. But typically for me, it's what's going to save you time, what's going to save you money or what's going to make you money. They're, that's kind of where I start um, because from there you can, you know, that'll that'll create a bit of time for you to go off and, and have a look around. Mm. So should businesses be looking at... Uh connected systems or a system that it can basically do most things for them because it seems to me you know we've all got we've got all of these different subscriptions to so many different things and a lot of them don't talk to each other yeah it's um it's a great point says there's you we look at microsoft they've now launched copilot which is their inbuilt ai um for those that aren't aware um, Microsoft own 49% of, of open AI so they can implement the the chat GPT and the, and the AI systems really really easily behind their platform so if you're a, a Microsoft 365 subscriber you already have access to a number of the AI tools right and and I've been looking at what copilot can do and it's just crazy you know you, you can have a conversation with your files and get it to summarize things it, it can now go off and make uh, appointments for you in your calendar and pre-schedule things it can um, give you summaries of conversations prior to meetings so you can bring yourself back up to speed it can record um a team meeting or a conversation and then automatically send off the to-do lists and the thing, the tasks that need to be followed up. So these systems are starting to roll out, whether you're Microsoft, whether you're Google, Google has its own version, of course. So it, it these are coming. I've moved to a like a one system platform for my business that does all my CRM, my learning management stuff. So any of my online courses that I offer, uh, it does my email automations, it does my landing pages, it does my task flows, project management, all of that is incorporated into one. Um, it's even got a client portal so when people sign up or want to work with me, they have their own access into the back end um, and they see the stuff that they need to see. I use that for suppliers as well. My graphic designer, they can just upload all my files directly into my system so rather than me going, where the hell was that? insert random thing that I was looking for everything's housed under the one roof and I can just chat 
with the system and say, go find me that logo or where's that latest video I created or whatever. So that's been a godsend for me. Um, so, so I think those types of integrated systems, they're definitely coming. Uh, one of the big pieces of advice I would offer people right now is be cautious about what platforms you sign up on an annual agreement, particularly if they're new. Um, because again, I'm I'm thinking, and this is you know terms and conditions apply. The the whole um, what is it the voting thing at the end of an ad. Um, my gut says to me that we're going to see a lot of platforms come and go very very quickly. We're also going to see new platforms come out at a rate of knots. So if you've committed to something for twelve months and three months down the track, something you know new comes out that does that thing better, faster, cheaper, whatever, you're still locked in for another nine months. So there's very few platforms that I'm signing up to an annual agreement now. Everything else I'm doing month by month might be a little bit more expensive, but I think in the long term it's going to work out better. I think that's where um, a platform like AppSumo is really cool because it, you know, it showcases lots of those new developers and their new products, but always at a really cheap price or with a lifetime deal that is super cheap because they're just wanting people to come in and try everything to basically help them beta test in a lot of cases. But there's an advantage to that, I think. I, I love AppSumo. It's, it's you know, it's like my crack, but don't even get me started on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so... What's your favourite piece of technology at the moment? I'm loving a platform called Sweet Dash. Uh, it's my all-in-one system that I've gone in for. Um, we're just playing around with adding a chatbot to it at the moment and we're going to be launching that chatbot as our new website. So we're not even going to create a standardised website. We're going to have a classic one there if people want to click across. But we're really looking looking to transition to showcase where I think this stuff's going to go in the next kind of, you know, 18 months to three years. Um, but the reason I like Sweet Dash is, that, you know, just as I said, it's my CRM, it's my project manager, it's my task planner, uh, event scheduler, deal pipeline for sales. It has an LMS so I can sell my my programs off the back end, landing pages, email automations. You know, the, the thing just has knocked out probably about four or five other systems that I was needing to use. Mm, and everything's talking to each other. Everything talks to each other, you know, email signatures, invoicing, um, and, and, yeah, and everything's uber connected. <laughs> and just pointing out, Tracy's just talking about sweet dash off her own bat. She's not getting any money out of this. No. <laughs> no, although, you know, Mike, who's the CEO, if you're listening, I am completely open. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so 2024, almost here, number one thing business owners should get, what what ducks do they need to get in a row in terms of their tech? Now's the time to do your full audit. It, you know, it's boring, but sit back and have a look at what you've already got. Have a look at your bank account and see what you're already paying for. Um, if you haven't used something in three months, can it? No point you're paying for it if you're not using it. Um, 
once you know what you have, then you can start to look through and figure out where your gaps are. You know, what do you really need to to uh, accelerate next year? What do you really need to close? What do you, you know, what's that thing? Um, but, you know, usually when I'm chatting to people and we do the, the bank account exercise, we can find between two and 10 grand without too much difficulty just by looking through subscriptions because we're all paying $10, $15, $50, $100 a month for things that we, you know, sign up for with the best of intentions and don't follow through. So that's the first thing is is go through and do that full audit so you you understand what you've already got. Um, And then really just get curious, you know, start with some really simple stuff. Um, we all use social media, jump onto ChatGPT and say, write me 10 headlines that I can use for my business for Facebook or Instagram or whatever your platform of choice is, put them into it and, and put them into a table format. And ChatGPT will give you 10, 20, 30, 50 headlines, whatever it is, in a table format. If you have a paid Canva account, you can then export that table from ChatGPT as a CSV, upload it to Canva and as a bulk upload and voila, you have 10, 20, 30, 50 headlines pre-written with your pretty background, everything ready to go that you can pre-schedule for your social media and there's your, you know, there's your, your one a month uh, post about a certain thing that you want to promote each month done. It's starting to get, you know, that stuff is easy, it's here it's it's things that you can do in you know 20 minutes sitting and watching your latest binge on Netflix or Stan or Foxtel or whatever of an evening and that stuff's really going to get you excited because now you're not thinking about well, what do I write next week for social media um, now you can start investigating and getting curious about other stuff how important is it though to make sure that what is being written is actually in your brand personality yeah, that that hundred percent. That comes down to you know spending a little bit of time and training it. Um, if you have the paid version of ChatGPT, you can write some predefined personas around it. But again, that's in that you know dare I say prompt engineering is is learning how to write good prompts, um, and that goes a long way to you know you got to look at it. If it doesn't sound like you, please don't put that out. Uh, typically stuff comes out sounding quite vanilla. So you do have to, you know, tweak it a little. Mm. Tracy, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you coming on the show. Now, uh, um, you're doing a bit of a workshop on AI in the next few weeks. So do you want to give it a plug? Yeah, I am. So I've got some Black Friday deals coming out uh, on Black Friday, Friday the 24th of November, including a prompt workshop. Um, and then I have my AI in you in 2024 webinar coming up on the 7th of December. And if you head over to any of my social channels, you'll see me promoting that um, or happy to um, give you a link, Sess, and we can include that. Yeah, do, do send me the link. And your website, what is that, Tracy? Let's just get it out there as well. Thedigitalguide.com.au. Awesome. Thank you very much, thedigitalguide.com.au. Tracy Sheehy, thank you for joining me. Thanks, sis.